learning a blood gemara where my cotton is after my cotton of design on an As I said to yesterday, my shred passed away. Uh, they had a massive levaya in, in Antwerp just now, a few hours ago. And um, moving on to the So we're learning a blood gemara today. And we are now, we're talking about Nida. I told you last time that there's a thing called Nochash. We call them the, the curse of the Chachamim Nochash. And Nochash is a and Shamta. And there's a big argument in the Poskim if Shamta, what is Shamta exactly? Gemara will soon, in a few days now, we'll say Shamta from where Misa is like he's dead. Is Shamta just another term for a Nidui, or is there something in between Nidui and Chedim of different degrees of severity? I mean, Shamta comes with a curse, not just that you have to be. Remember, the whole idea of Chedim is that we want you to reform, we want you to tribute. The purpose is not to leave you in Chedim. And uh, it's only if you remain in Chedim, you don't bother getting out of it. They continue, they put you in a rolling thing, and eventually it, it, it ups the ante and they turn it into a Chedim, which is Didn't far we have a whole more. thing about uh, Rabbi Lezer that they called him Shamuti? And one of the Swaras was that he yep. was in, in Khairim. Because that's right. Shamuti was either because of Shammai or because he was put in Khairim. But um, yeah, the Khairim there was that he didn't agree with all the other Rabbonim and didn't in any way humble himself to accept what they had to say. And the Tamim actually didn't learn by him for a long time. Even though his, his son Hurkunus took care of him, so that's a proof. I told you last yesterday, when it comes to a Khairim, does it also exclude children and wife? And we had two opinions in the Poskin. If children, family are considered, you know, are not part of the chayim, or others say everyone's included in the chayim, no one can be within his poramas and so on, except his wife, because it's not like she's an exception, she is him. But let's continue now the laws of, of chayim. And, and what we learned chayim yesterday was also about a person who's late tzayas dina, within two days ago. Somebody who's to, to, was given up sack din from a bezin and refuses to listen. So he's put into chayim. Okay, let's have the three lines, uh, four lines at the top. We'll learn a number of things regarding, uh, first of all, best. How do you know that you can send a shliach from Bezin to um, to subpoena someone? You don't need to die in himself to go, but you can have a subpoena through a shliach. Let's see what it says. That Moshe Rabbeinu sent someone to call someone to So we see that what that you're, the, the dying sends a shliach, and you have to listen to the shliach. And um, others say that Moshe himself was a shliach, he was acting on behalf of the Eivishter. Others say that uh, that Kedach was a shliach, and he was told to, 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 to remove his adosai, that he was a shliach acting on behalf of Moshe. And how do you know that you subpoena him to a din um, that the uh, Chesivit says, um, that, you know, you have to tell the guy, uh, what do you call? That you have to th- you have to point out exactly who you're you're um, you're subpoenaing. As Chesivet says, by Moshe, Moshe said, you You have to name all the people, all the um, the defendants, and you say you and your entire your entire community have to come over here. The Lekamik Gavra Gavra Rabba. How you have to go? You tell them you're going to uh, in front of a, a great man, or in front of a, a, a dying. So we say dixib because it says it says in the pasuk um um that you have to tell the person that you have to you can go in front of this and this dying. I'm summoning you to 
to um, to a dentator in front of Hashem. At Uplanya, how do you know that you have to also nominate who the plaintiff is? That was not enough just to say you you summoned to a court case. So didn't you have to tell them who the court case is against? See what it says. At it says the buzzing. At you vehem the Aaron, you and Aaron. So Aaron is the is the, is the plaintiff. And you're the defendants. Why you have to nominate the plaintiff is either so that you you figure you can think about it and recollect. Oh, I have to fix something up. The plaintiff, let me fix it up now before we go to court. Or it gives an opportunity to prepare your case. Machlek is in the poskim between the shach and the Beresheva, whether when you appoint, when you summon someone to dictate it, do you have to tell them what the case is about? Or can you just say that Yanko is calling you to the interior without even bothering to say because he thinks you owe him money or whatever the case may be? The Shach says you have to. The Chido wants to say you bring a Raya from the Ritva over here. Others they say you can't contest that. They say you can't bring from the Ritva. There's a big machlek in Halach. Saying more further, how do you know you have to also give a time, a date as to when exactly the case will be? The says, Machar. He says, I want you to, uh, to come for tomorrow. So in other words, you gave them a time when you want them. Zimla uh, Basim, I know they don't come the first time, you give them another time. See what it says? It says, Koru Sham They summoned Pare, the king of Mitzrayim. This is what Yimmy is saying. Shoin Hebe The time came, he was supposed to come, and he never bothered. He's having a party, he didn't come. Um, um, so they came another, they gave him another time. Um, how do you know the mispake of the Bedina? How do you know that if you, you know, you, you mock the Bedina or you, you refuse to attend? How do you know that, um, and this is more than just refusing to attend, the way it actually learns is that you mocked him. And the Ossi of Omar, the Shalir Bezin comes back to us and tells us what happened. How do you know the Mishazgu should be Shahino Takasid Katsutu Lashon Horeb? The Chsib, who said in the in the Chumish, it says that Dosim Vabirim said when the Shalir went in and said to them, come over. And they started saying that not only you didn't bring us a land flowing with honey and milk and so on and so forth, you want to gouge out their eyes, talking about themselves. And we're not, we refuse to go. How does Moshe know that to write in the Torah? So obviously the Shalir came back and told him. I mean, the bin Hadassan, maybe the Rucha Kaidish. The Rucha Kaidish said that's what they said. But, but if it would be Rucha Kaidish, then why bother recording their nasty comments? The only reason why the Tayyid, the Khaidah, bothered to record their nasty comments, their refusal to go to Majabayna, is to teach us this very halacha that the, the Shleir Bezna has every right to go back to the Dayonim and tell them what happened. And this is to give, make sure that the, the, the authority of the Dayonim are not undermined in any way. And how do you know you play someone in Chedim? Because it says, in the level of Shamta, because it says, and we're asking Moros to come and join them to fight against their enemies, and he refused. And therefore, because, so we see from what that if you don't listen, it says, they actually cursed him. So we see the one that you could, that somebody will freeze let go, you curse him. How do you know that you tell them that? Um, how do you know that you tell them? Look, we're putting you in chayim because of this, this great person. If it says Malach Hashem, <coughs> it says that Moriz was cursed. Says the Malach Hashem. When all the machnim and how do you know that from Shamta we go to the next stage, which is chayim? If it says Oiray Or, says twice. He says says Oiray Moriz. The Malach Hashem says Oiray Or. Yeah, so we should curse and curse. Um, and then we say, how do you know 
the ochel v'shosim hadi v'koy ba'arba amas today. And how do you know that if you if you defy our rules, which is you're not allowed to be within his four amas, you're not allowed to you know interact and, and just uh, at leisure and casual and eat and drink with him. The person not only we're cursing maros, we're also cursing yeshve all of it, all of those that are sitting around him. Umenola on the partina chote b'tzibura. How do you know that you have to actually highlight the reason why you're putting him a chayim? Um, and, and the Chesivet says, it's spelled out when, they, when the Malach put him a chedim, it says, you know why we're putting Marek in chedim? Kiloi bol ez Hashem. They didn't come to assist Barak and the Vayda. Bama Rulul says, Bedalameshi put a shamte, Barak l'mara, they used 400 shayfers to put him in chedim. Some say he was a great person, he just didn't want to go to war. Maybe he's a pacifist. And others say, it's not referring to a particular person. It's talking about a star. It's talking about the Malach of San Chedesh. Never it says, it says from heaven that they fought um, the, the stars. So they were fighting a war against these stars. How do you know when you put someone in Chedim? Not only do we put him in Chedim, but we can place his assets as Hefker. It says in the Pasuk that whoever doesn't come within Ezra told everyone to separate, they're all married to a non-Jewish woman. And he said to them, I'll give you three days to, to uh, separate from your wives. And whoever doesn't come and within three days, like the advice of the elders, then you should know that everything they own, all their assets will be in Chedim, which means that they will be separated from the, from the community of the exile. And from here, Rashi says here, but this is Gemara Gittin, one of those two opinions, this is one of the psukim we learn out, that the Hefker, Bezdin Hefker, the Bezdin have the authority to take all your products and make your own rules. And how do you know the Natsinan, the Latinan, the Machinim, how do you know that we have this, that we go ahead and we were prepared to fight and to and to curse and to hit, the Talshin and Sia would pull his hair out. How do you know that we that we actually can use physical harm as well if somebody refuses to listen to a to Dayanim? So the Gemara Umarbina, we make them swear. The Chibut says, I will fight with them. The Kalam, the other Mehem, and Noshim, and Martim, and Bim. We know how do you know the Kapsinan, we tie them down, Vasinan, we tie them bound the hands and feet, Vabdinan, Hardofa, we do Hardofa against them. We'll soon see what that means. The Chibut says, the Possek, says the Possek, whatever we do, whether we kill them, to completely uproot, to punish them, Nixin. And the last in their asset, and we tie the mind. The means uproot Amar Amar Adam Mari Amar Nechemia by Maruch Amar Pchi by Rabban Amar Buda Hardaf. And what is this Hardaf? Amar Buda Be'er Shem Hashem Mashmeidav Menadin La'alta. We chase after them. That means that we put them in Chaydim. Why? Because Loit Sayes Dinu refused to listen to the authority of the Dayan. The Shainin La'achavam B'Dayim, and they repeat it again after thirty days if he refuses to to um to to uh, I guess to relent. We put him him after 60. So for the Gemara, it sounds like after two sets of 30 days, he refuses to bend, we put him him. Before we had Rashi, had one, and the Shulonach actually say three times. You give three hasmanas before we put someone in him. So they have to have, either have a different gift in the Gemara here, or they learn a different shot. We give him a warning on Monday, then on Thursday, on Monday. Tosis and most of the Shulonach shot here. That it means before we put him in Chaim at all, we give him three hasmanas. First, you know, three times on Monday, then the following Thursday, then the following Monday. And then if he doesn't listen, then we, we stop putting these cheramim. Hanim little money, the only money, a commercial dispute. somebody who, who is, um, the reason why we're putting him in Chaim is because he refuses to comply to the bezim, to the rabbonim, to the yon, and the immediately we put him in Chaim. We don't play around with that because you don't want people to undermine the authority of the dayonim. 
Rashi is in Shari altogether. He learns that once you put him in Chedim, you do three times. And then if he refuses to go out of the Chedim, that's when we put him in the longer, in the, the more severe kind of Chedim. Says him further, there was once a, a Shoichit who had a run in with Rav Tugel Bamas, who was the Rav, obviously, was giving the Hechshin at town. Came along and placed him in for not listening to the Rav. So the Rav didn't do it himself, the others stood in his place. And then he went, this Shoichit went and he uh, went to, the, to his Rav, to Rav Tugel, and he asked Mishalom, what should we do? So it seems that. I was soon seeing the Gemara, the same people put in Chedim according to Abayi should be the ones who unravel that Chedim. What should we do? We should lay, should we just let him go out? Lechol Shamto, let Rosayim, go through yet 30 days. And we know that Shamto, Stam Shamto is 30 days. Loyli Shalei, shouldn't we allow Kaboyer Abon Mayo? We need him, the Chifa Shreichet, we need him. So when, so what should we do? And the sound of a shepherd is matter. Even though, in other words, as soon as you decide to let him, let's say he, he asked the you can release him from his chayim. That's what he said. That's how Rashi went to Some of the say that. Tat, you know, we have the word toughest, tatrik, afrikishtayim, and the tat means number two. That means, uh, Bima says, you go, you get to, you, you get two judges together, and they, um, the ones who are and they can be matzah straight away. Not, no, because we don't blow a shayfer when you, we do blow a when you put someone in a chayim, we don't blow a shayfer, we take them out. Only my money matters, which you maybe stop before, the, you know, we can undo it as soon as he does true. He pays up or whatever. Avala kurisa, adachayli shantvatashim, comes up kurisa, uh, a buyer holds, you have to wait 30 days and let it, let it expire. Big Machleg is a postcom, and let's say you put someone in a chedim for 30 days. At the end of 30, you have to say mutter, or it's automatic. But we did learn in Warabeya that Bez makes something, you know, the Bez Nachal Hatira. What about over here? Um, and over there, we talked about Moshe Rabbeinu said, you know, for three days, and then you have to tell them, Lech Shuvah Lalechim. But here, is this the same thing? You know, you know, chedim is for 30 days, and then 30 have to be matric, which some of the chedim hold. Others say, no. Here, the chedim, the chedim was, Moshe Rabbeinu didn't, Moshe Rabbeinu said, prepare for 33 days, and say, and afterwards, stop. Here, the chedim is saying, the whole chedim is only lasts for 30 days, and then end. So maybe, since you stipulate from the beginning, it's only 30 days, there's no point at the end having to be matched it again. The same ones that they came back to must be that the same Rabbanim who put him in Chedim are the ones that have to release him from Chedim. That's what it seems. The boy who we asked, we asked the question once Do we need the same three that you put him in Chedim to release him from Chedim, or you can have anybody else? Toshma coming is we want to bring it out. No, Rab, no, Tom, the Rob. Makes uh, puts a chayim on somebody, and all of a sudden, you have to abide by it. But the Talmud, the Talmud makes a chayim, and when you see, we can talk about a case where he, he, he disrespected that particular Talmud, so the Talmud, and, and for covered outrageous sake, put the guy in place the guy in chayim. Any menudah rab, the rab doesn't have to uh, abide by it. Menudah leiroi, menudah leilachayim. He put the chayim in his city; he is menudah uh, to another city as well. But menudah leilachayim is any leader, but if he's menudah, if he's put a chayim in another city, not in his hometown. He's not a menudah in his hometown. So, Big Machlech is how to understand exactly this particular line, menudah leader. And um, so, many of the Shayim Lamb are talking, we're continuing talking about some Talmud. 
talking about a Talmud. If, if the Rav made put someone in a chedim, then the whole world has to follow it. We're talking about a Talmud who is um, standing up for the covenant of Taita. So then he only has uh, the, if it's not the city where the person lives, he can only be put in a chedim in that city, nowhere else, but not in his hometown. Or maybe other cities similar, but not in his hometown. That I even want to learn, it depends merely on the size of the town. Only in towns similar to the chedim apply, but not if the towns are larger. For everybody. What happens if one of the Tambidim put him a chedim, the mess, a number of people together got together and put someone a chedim, and then one of the people who put him a chedim died. Even though everyone else can go ahead and release the person a chedim, but the person who died, that Talmud, his share of it, his, um, that does not come out. So Shmam Lechlaf, in this very din, we learn on three different things. Number one, trying to tell me you need to avoid a nido, you need to, every time we can play people, we're going to tell me the beer, number one. Number two, we're not talking about he did Hashem Shemaim. You did because you personally attacked me. This this Talmud, the Talmud Chochem, you personally attacked him. Um, and that's why the Rav doesn't have to follow it because if it's uh, if if the Talmud puts on the Chayim, but because you uh, you did something, a Chil Hashem or something, everyone has to follow it, even the Rav. Everyone only releases their own share. And also learn out that um, you can't get someone to replace you. Otherwise, it's a big deal. So one of the time they died, get another person to come in and step in in his place and to uh, to release him. You don't need the same three people. You can have three others. He said, It seems from here that you cannot make out far unless all the people who were present when they put him in Chedim are there present when they release him. <coughs> Boy, what he meant was that that Talmud Shir is not automatically released until someone steps in in his shoes. Someone steps in his shoes and does it. Talk about what we learn that Chedim is not less than Nidu, is not less than 30 days, but Ein Nazifa Pachet Mazan Yamin. And Nazifa, which means like a rejection, is not less than seven days. A Nazifa, which is not an outright Chedim, but if your Rav gives you a look, then you should behave for seven days as if you're Chedim, because you obviously disrespected him. But a Chedim is 30 days. How do I know? It says by Miriam. When she said, when she spoke about Moshe Rabbeinu the way she did, is because she, she accused him of leaving his wife to pray, if, if her father was flat in the face, he would embarrass for seven days. So we see that what the Nazifa, like, you know, this rejection is seven days. Amrachid says, in our chedim here, in, in Babel, is Kinezifa Shalhen, is like the Nazifa in Ertisrael. When Nazifa did who Shiva, there Nazifa for seven days, so our nidui is seven days. The says the Gemara. The nidui. Are you telling me that to throw the zifa? Our rejection is only seven days, and you want to say that chutzlar is a chayda a nidui. Stam nidui is only seven days. Let me ask a question. I'll tell you a few stories, and I'll show you that in it to throw a zifa is also thirty days, not seven days. Rebbe had a son called Rebbe Shimon. Ubar Kapoda, and he had a friend called Bar Kapoda. The time the Rebbe the Yasi, they were sitting with Kogars and Lunis together. Kashulush Maiti, they struggled with the Gemara. They found it very difficult. 
You know what? Let's go. We something like this. We need to ask Rebbe advice on how to understand shopping miracle. We can't figure it out. Bakapara was offended because he felt that they tried everything and just murders it's very difficult to understand. And he believed that Rebbe couldn't fathom it either. What will can your father add to this thing? Um, so it says that Abshimon once told his father about this conversation, and actually says he didn't deliberately tell his father's father would be Russian harder. Stami was talking that he was trying to tell his father how difficult the sugi was, and he mentioned this thing to show not to insult his father, but Stam to show how difficult the sugi was. Ikpid, the Rebbe got offended. Also, by Kapolish Khalibe, Rebbe was sick, as we know, he was sick for a long time. So he went to be Malak and Khalim. Amul by Kapolish and Makim, Rebbe said, I don't want to know you. Yoda did not give us a good idea, but Kapolish realized that he must have affected Rebbe. Nor had Nizivusa been nafshed to loss in Yemen. 30 days he behaved as if he was a Khalim. What he told me to throw Nizivusa for seven days, was he 30? True, I'm making another story. He goes to Rebbe, Rebbe said, interesting. He doesn't like learning in public. You shouldn't learn in public. My daughters were possibly that one of those footsteps, that which you hide in your thigh, like treasures, and they have worked from a craftsman. My yedah says, it's like your thigh is, uh, is discreet. So the Torah, when you teach Torah in public, is um it should be discreet because says the passing my see the woman the hand the work of a handy of, of, a, of a craftsman and uh, and we know that today is from the craftsman the ultimate craftsman he went out and he taught his two nephews in the marketplace first of all we had the mark he was unbelievable that he could have raised his amazing because coming during my because they went around all over to so teaching everybody but in this particular case Abhi defied Rebbe, but Abhi felt he's only learning with two nephews. In other words, he felt that Rebbe told him, but Rabbi, Rabbi usually means a minion, a, a large crowd, a multitude of people. He was learning with his two nephews out in the street. And who is two nephews? Rav. He had a great family. One nephew was Rav. His, we learned more Psalm in the beginning there. His half brother was the father of Rav, and his half sister from the other side was the mother of Rav. And he had another brother called Chana, and um, Bar Chana. And, and, and he taught Rabbah. So either Machlegs and Traces there, whether Rabbah was a grandson of Chana or Chana's name was Bar Chana and Rabbah was a son. Shama Rebbe never heard about it that Rabbi openly defied his instructions, but he was very upset. He was not so much upset, I guess, about the learning with the fact that Rabbi, a prized student of his, was defying his instructions. Rabbi went to Vakachoy Lamalay, as the Mashallah says, he made fun of him because remember, we learned before Rabbi couldn't say a ches, and we'll see also tomorrow later in, in Suba, he couldn't say a ches. So he made he, he has an ayin. So I um me koira lecha bechutz. Anybody calling you from outside? In other words, get out of here. Yada did not come with me. Right? Right? We realized that he's upset with him. No, nizivusa benafshet was him. He behaved thirty days of of chayim. And by end class, and the story continues. After thirty days, shalakli, Rebbe sent a message. He missed up He wanted him back. Ta, um, come back. Harder. Then a few hours later, Rebbe sent another message. Shalakli, the loy lazy. He said, you know what? I changed my mind. Don't come today. So very much, he called myself. Why first did he call Rabbi Chaim to come back, and then he changed his mind the same day? This was the thirtieth day of this chedim. Because so at first he thought mixes ayim kekulik, part of the day like the whole day, and therefore the thirtieth day he can come out of chedim. Then he thought, you know what? Not when it comes to chedim, let him you know stay the entire time in his chedim. Rabbi came to Rebbe. He didn't get the second message. Why did you come? I sent you a message not to come. You sent me a message in the morning. I should come. So Rebbe said, but then I said, you're late in the message not to come. I only heard the first message. 
Interesting expression of the easy. Uh, this shlich I met, and this shlich I didn't meet. Kari Alei said, ah, everything is Rocha Pratis. I didn't want you to come, but yet I changed my mind, and yet you came. And you never saw the second one. Must be Betzeis Hashem Darchish. The Abishah decides the way, the footsteps of a person. And Gam Oibav Yashul Mita, that even his enemies will make up with him. In other words, the Abishah says, Rocha Pratis, want you to come. So he said to him, my time over Marachi, now I'm going to ask you. This is interesting. First he put him in Chedim. And now, then he asks him, so why did you behave this way? You would think it would be the other way around. Before you put someone in Chedim, he says, explain to me, please, your behavior. And then we'll decide whether it's a defiance or a misunderstanding. Yet no, because he was scared, not so much about Achiyah, he was scared about all the other Tamidim. They're going to see that Achiyah, you know, ignoring his, uh, his edicts. What chances he have with the other Tamidim? Amr Achiyah said, the reason why I didn't listen, you could have thought you were you're contravening a Apostle. That Chochmah out in the street, you should sing with. And Baruchayvat in the Kailin in the street, you should give a sound to it, noise to it, says Moshoy Melech says. So therefore, I thought, fantastic, learning outside. Amalei Rebbe said, in Karisa le Shunisa, if you learned it once, you learned twice. In Shunisa le Shalashta, in Shalashta le Pishla Chachm, like Pishlach, you didn't understand Pshat. Chachmas Bachus Tereine Kedrav, you know what I mean? Like Rabbi says, obviously Rebbe didn't know what Rabbi said, but he already knew the Pshat. Amalei Rebbe called Isaac Betoyle Bimifnim. Anyone who has tried it discreetly, Toyrosay Machreses Allah Bachus, the Abishta will tell the world that this guy is a Tamil Chachm. But it says in that I don't want you to speak, you know, hiddenly. Certain days, you have to talk in public. This is the day of Yachi Kala. This is like we learned before on the Shabbos of Yom Tov, you know, we gather everybody together. Then, obviously, it has to be publicized. But otherwise, it should be done in a much more bakavadik way, edifying way, not down the street, but out, but in your place. Says the Gemara further. Ah, so that's, um, anyway, so what brings the story here? The part of the whole story is that Nazif is 30 days. What's the Chizah saying? Nazif is only seven days. So you might further. Um, another story. Um, sorry, but Abchir, Abchir, before we get to that, Abchir, Hachamukha, Yerech, is my Ovidlai. What does he do? The Pasa, he should be discreet like a thigh. Mike's the human. Bukilabbat's Dokka, Gimil Chasad. What should be discreet is when you give Dokka, Matan Besaysa, Gimil Chasad, and be discreet. Even though the Rajbah writes in the Chubb, brother, the Mitzvah, the Mitzvah, the Mitzvah, the Mitzvah, that some of the Dokka you give, you should make, you should be publicized, so others can learn. Many of you can learn from you and, and replicate what you're doing. Anyway, bottom line is, Alma, we have two stories there for Shimon and Barakabara, and we have a story here of Khir. Nazifa did do Klaus and Yemi in 30 days. Says Gemara, that's different. Zifas nosi shiny. Ordinary zifa is seven days. If a Tamil Chacham you know rejects you, it's for seven days. But here it is for thirty days. Says the Gemara, when the zifa did not come, have an hour zifa. Chutzlara is if our chedim is seven days, like being a zifa. So what's our zifa like? Says Gemara, chad yemer only one day. Kiyadish mor barukva gavi yosri garsi shmait. That was thinking and learning. Gavi yosri barukva kamei shmol. Marukva was a student of Shmuel. Shmuel was an unbelievable Tamil Chacham. And Marukva used to sit. He sat as a student before Rabbi Shmuel. But Marukva was from the house of David. So he was like, uh, he was a very high up authority. Uh, and he was the head of the Bezin of that city, of Neherdoi. And so when it comes to the title, Marukva sat up top. He was a Dayan. But when it came to learning, Shmuel was on top. Marukva gave him all due, all due respect. When he sat in the title, Shmuel came to Marukva, but Shmuel sat this in the four Amish, Marukva was in charge. Yet, Marukva was so humble that he, 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 he dug out a place there and placed a mat. And the Yosemite, he would sit on the ground, even though he was the Abbezin and Shmuel sat four Amish away from him. But Marukva sat on the ground, lower than Shmuel. In 
order to hear what Shmuel had to say. Because Shmuel was much greater than Tamachach. Kol yam every day, Marvel and Marukh, Shmuel every day, Marukh used to follow behind Shmuel and escorted him out of Shpiz until where he was staying. One day, Yitzhak, but then he was so involved in the Din Tayyid and his head was somewhere else. How did Shmuel say that when the Din Tayyid was walking back, he continued thinking he didn't follow Shmuel. In fact, Shmuel followed him. When it came to his house, when it came to, to Shmuel's house, so the, instead of Shmuel leading, Shmuel was following. So he said to him, it's not enough that I had to follow you. Could you please release me so I can uh, give me permission so I can go into the house? I guess it was, it was being a bit sarcastic here. He realized then that Shmuel was upset with his behavior. So how long did he behave in the Zephyrs? One day. So we've seen the Zephyr in the Zephyr. In bubble is one day long. Awitza, um, and Shmuel was doing enough for his own personal covet, but for the covet of Tate. Awitza is a woman, she was sitting on this path that I was walking on. She sometimes stretched out her legs. And she was there winnowing um, you know, barley seeds. And so she stretched her legs. I don't know, but nobody could, could, could walk over her. And this rabbi walking by, she didn't move a leg away. What a chutzpah, just, you know, to stretch her legs out and take up the road. She realized she did something wrong. She went to the Nachman, who was the head of the Besan. He said to her, Did he use the word chamta? No. If that's the case, Zili, if that's the case, then I want you to go ahead and conduct yourself in Nazivus. For one day, for one day, we see again that the Zephyrs and Chutzlaret is one day. was learning, um, was learning psukim in front of Yehuda. When he came to the following pasuk in, in Shemot, when he came to the following pasuk, it says, David These are the last words of David. On Malays, he said to Rabbi Yehuda, "Acharein." In the last words, Miklaudi Kedushin. In the Muslim, in some words before that, some Tivrei. Uh, what were they? What is it? Now Rashi here, Rashi in Tanakh, it's extraordinary. Rashi says that David Hamelach didn't say anything in the Vias except where it says Divrei. and this is the only possible that we have Divrei. So we see so you say Rashi is right here. Four lines on top. We don't find that he said the word divre only in this passage. The divre lush in the vua. Divre is an expression of the vua. And Rashi in, in, in Tanakh spells it even more. And this is the only vua he ever said. And other Rishonim say, the Ritz one others. What, what's Rashi talking about? The whole Tillim is Nevius. Everything that Mamela was Nevius. It just means the word divre. It says that these are Achreinim. Where the divre shining that, you know, it had to hint, hint somewhere. That's right. So Abudah is quite quiet. Didn't, have, didn't know what to answer. How did Ramalei, a lot more I let him, this Talmud repeated again. Again, Achreini, Mekhali, Kedushayni, Mishayim, my word is it. So Abudah felt that the Talmud was trying to poke fun of him. Ah, I chapped you. That you don't know the Pshat. Ramalei, my diet, Abudah got upset. He said, what do you think? Somebody doesn't know the answer to this policy. Lav, Gavra, Rabahu. It's beautiful. If anybody, if you have a Talmud Chacham, who doesn't know a Pasek in Chumash or a Pasek in Tanakh, you're going to say what? He's Lav, Gavra, they didn't know the Tanakh that well, as we had, you know, in places there in Babasa, Chachamim Lebeki Bekroi. They weren't so, I don't know, Chachamim, so we're all upsukim. So just because, because he thought that he was trying to, you know, 
allege that Rabbi Huda is not a big Tamachach. Noka bin Milsa Benaik, he was upset. Knowing the Zeus of Benafsha, who yodded the Noki Milsa Benafsha, he realized that he was upset, took it personal. Noki Milsa Chadyam, he behaved in Zippus one day. Said, Now we're talking about Losna Allah, Mia, Achrein, we call you Shoyan, we show you my good question. So, what is the answer? Says the Gemara, the answer is another positive. It says in the previous chapter, by David, David, Hashem, he said the song. And it went beyond he till Hashem Oyes and Mekab Kolev. Maybe the same thing from the hand of all of his enemies. Mekab Shol and Hashem Shol. So that's the way. That's the way Dabel. This is like a he sang a song then, and now and this is the second way Dabel he sang a song. That's the Achrayni and the first one was the Shrayni. So Gemara said, now that we're talking about the pastor, Gemara, I'm like Baruch Hu David David Shiratan. What he sing a song that you would say from Shol. You know who Shol was? I'm a Pelosish Shol. Il Mole Ata Shol. Who David will be the other way around that you were Shol, and he was David. Ibadati Kama Domi Vipanov. I would destroy all the Davids before Shaul. Shaul was an unbelievable tzaddik. When he was appointed the king, it says that his shoulder and higher, he was way ahead, ahead above the rest. Hainu the thief, and this is what it says in Tehillim, Shigoyin with David, and we're going to translate Shigoyin as he made a mistake. Asher Shaul Hashem, that he sang to Hashem. Al-Divre Kush ben Yemini, about Kush. Who is Kush? Kush is Shaul HaMelech. So when he must say, Kush Moi, Valo Shaul Shmoi, it's saying that he made a mistake singing a song that is the downfall of Shaul. So why do we refer to Shaul as, as Kush? Somebody who's dark. He stands out from everybody else. I've Shaul Mishunah ben Maisal. Shaul also stood out from everybody else because he was an unbelievable tzaddik. And so what are you singing songs about the downfall of Shaul? Shaul obviously was a very complicated figure in history, as, just like David was. You know, we've called him such a big tzaddik a number of times. And uh, in Tanakh itself, Shmuel accused him, you didn't listen to me because he was so humble and he listened to the people. So, um, and yet, he was punished the way he was um, and had terrible demise. Similarly, regarding that Miriam accused him about this Isha of the woman, Kushish, did he, did he marry a Kushish? He married Just like Kushis. Uh, uh, just like Kushi uh, 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 is different in her color. Also, Rashi Chumash says it's beautiful. <coughs> or that she stood out in her deeds, in her behavior, in her character. It says in the Pesach, and the king of the Kushi heard. <coughs> and we're talking about the year and the time of the year. Who is the king we're talking about? We're talking about So the Chikushi is more His name was Sikiyo. These were great tzaddikim. Some similar in Tanakh. In Tanakh, like Bnei Kushim, at least the Torah Klal Yisrael, you to me like Bnei Kushim. Yisrael, the Bnei Yisrael, the Chi Kushim, Shmon, Malay Yisrael, Shmon, they're all Yidden. Like Kushim, Shmon, they're all Yidden. Because like Kushim stands out, so too they stand out. Behold, with more than nations. I'm not sure what Balak means. I'm not sure what he means. But Yisha said, "David is on Yisha." When Uma Gever says, "The person who come all." Let's elevate the oil. What do you mean elevate the oil? The um that was a double Yisha. Shehekim oiler shel tshuva. David Amelach brought to the spotlight the power of tshuva. After what he did with Uriah Chiti and Bashava, and he had the Abish accepted his tshuva. Um, um, in fact, the Gemara Bayit says, and Rashi alerts us to it that David Amelach the Gemara says they didn't really deserve to, to that deed to do the Maisa, but just like the Egel and the Gemara says over there. But if a person sins, you should know David Amelach sinned, and yet he was prepared to do tshuva and yes, the same thing. The Eved will give you as well. Okay, so um, it says that the in Tanakh talking about that very same period that David Amelach was saying the years. So David Amelach said a very interesting thing. 
Omar al Yisrael, he said, Abish said, Lidibir to Yisrael, Dovinach saying, but the Muslim Shatter. The two Yisrael, the Abish spoke to me, Moshe about them, I control people, but who controls me? So Tzadik, Moshe, a Tzadik controls, he doesn't keep I come, what's going on here? Omar Bohot come I control people. But me, Moshe B. Hashem says, who can control me? Tzadik. Who can control me? A tzadik. I can make all kinds of decrees. And a tzadik come along and cancel it out. It says in the same period, these are the names of the, the strong people. Mike Omar, as the people, the warriors sat there in a group of wise people. What do you mean? Some say the Gemara said we're talking about Dovin Melech himself. Other Mefarshim in the Radak and others in Tanakh say he's talking about somebody, one of his warriors, or even some say it's Yoyav. But the Gemara Hillans was talking about Dovin. Shemus Hagiboyim to Dovin, not one of his workers, but talking about these are his attributes. And his strengths of David. Yeshiv b'shevet b'shosha Yeshiv b'shiva. No, but David the same. David was a warrior, and he's an unbelievable tamachachim. So when he sat in Yeshiva, well, Yeshiv got big cut himself. Didn't seem like he was a, like he was on top of the world. And like Abikag, he sat like a student on the ground. Because Kama David Abba Ira Yidi Kaim, as long as his head was present, Ira Yidi. Have a master born like Abikag himself. Ira used to sit on top of the cushions. And remember, we had this before, and we had the mother before in Megillah. How they used to be, how they used to learn. Tamid sat on the ground or whatever, or they used to stand. And uh, and and so Ira used to sit on his on his cushions and we sat on the ground. When Ira passed away, David became Rosh Hashivah. David became the David Hamelech, the great warrior, was also Rosh Hashivah. And he and and he taught them. And he sat on the ground on the same level as all the Tamidim. Why don't sit down there on the, on, the, on, the, on the mattress and everything else? He refused to accept this, that, that when it comes to learning, he was humble. Tachkumeni, he was wise. Omar Abrad, Omar Abrad Baruchu. Hoyil stints. We're going to say the word Tachkumeni is as if the ches is a hey. Tia Kamani. Hashem said, Hoyil bishpalta atzvacha. Since you are so humble, Tia Kamani, you should be like me. And he goes, Xavier, ba'atam evatla. You can make, I'll make decrees, and you as a tzaddik can come along and overturn it. Reish hashalishim. That you should be the head of the shalishim. We know you're a warrior, and you're the head of the group. Hey, Reish, shalishim is number three. You should be the head of Shloisha Ovis. And Rashi says that you, interesting, you will lead them into Olam Haba. You will go first, and the Avrovich Yaakov will follow Dovin HaMelech. We had also in the Gemara that Dovin HaMelech will be the one who will be benching. I understood the loss is lovely. If that's what it means, that's what I say. But here he says it, that he will lead them to Olam Haba. Then the Pazik says, What do you mean that he's Adinio Aksni? And then it says, and um, so we're going through the entire post. What's Adina asking to show you? He used to learn Torah. He would bend himself to last. He was so humble himself like a worm. But it was Shosh Yetzel Muhammad. The next part of the post is 800 people he killed in one go. But we had the war. He was a Maksha Atzmeke Eight. He was tough like a piece of wood. So that's what Ma'adin asked me. So he said, sometimes Ma'adin, and then sometimes he was an eight. When learning, he was an Adam. He was like a worm. He used to bend and wriggle the way around. He was very humble. But when he came to fight, he was an Adam. He was an ace. Stick holds. 
that's because of what you did with Uriah Chiti. So therefore, <coughs> so no, even though Dormel did Shubha and everything else, he was continuously punished. And remember, we learned a few days ago that the test over there, at the gates of the base of Migdash opened up. That's when finally everyone realized that the Abish was completely. I think we should stop over here. And we'll continue tomorrow.